Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Hi, everyone. It's Faith. We're back. Yay! I promise I'm not going to front load this season premiere with a lot of talk, but I make no promises after the show. I have a few people to thank and a couple of new things to share, so please stay tuned after the episode for all of that. I won't keep you long, I swear. I hope you enjoy season three. Observer Pictures presents Boom, a serial drama podcast. Written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is episode 21, Process. sits in a small room with concrete walls. The air is stale and cold. His clothes have been replaced by a jumpsuit. The handcuffs rub against his wrists as he stares blankly at the door in front of him. He's completely numb from tiredness and defeat. A woman walks through the door, perfectly groomed from head to toe in a navy blue suit. She carries a leather soft-sided briefcase. Good afternoon, Mr. Owens. I'm Jordan Lissandro. I'm your attorney. Did Anna call you? Uh, yes. Did you know each other beforehand, or did she pick your name from an online ad? Anna and I know each other. I hope that means you're good at this. I'd say I'm pretty good at this. Now, before we start talking strategy, I should tell you a little about myself, Mr. Owens. I don't care about you. I need to know if Myra's okay. Myra? My fear. Uh, Myra Hanover. I just need to know if she's all right. I, I tried calling her, I mean, I mean before, when I was at home. It went to voicemail, and I called Allison, Allie, that, that's her best friend, her roommate. She didn't, she didn't answer either. Luke called from her phone, Myra's phone, not Allie's. So I just need to know if she's all right. Myra and Allie, if they're both fine. I'm sorry, but I don't know if that's really what I- No, we can talk after you find that out. I need to know, it's important. Look, I know you're scared. You don't know. And it's fine. 
In fact, I'd be a little apprehensive if you weren't. But we need to talk now about you, about these charges, anything you need me to do outside of that, I'll do once I walk out of here, okay? Please just say okay. Okay. All right, let's get started. Again, I'm Jordan Lissandro. I've been practicing for 10 years, all of them here in Nashville, and I've been doing criminal law for eight. How many of your clients have been convicted? Four. Out of how many? More than four. You're fun. I can be. Mr. Owens. Porter. I've heard enough Mr. Owens to last a fucking lifetime. Okay, Porter. You've been charged with- I know what I've been charged with. Okay, but humor me. We need when to- When did Anna call you? About you? She called me about a week ago, and then this morning after your arrest. Dax didn't waste any time. What did she tell you? That's not really important right now, Mr. Owens. Porter. Did you two date? Excuse me? That is absolutely none of your business. Yeah, her ex-husband was a lawyer too. A good one. I know she has a thing. Porter, I don't believe you are understanding the severity of the charges against you. You're looking at life in prison. That's 51 years if you don't get life without parole. Right now, though, we need to get you out on bail if possible. If possible? I thought you said you were good at your job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Your sister wasn't kidding. I'm sorry. Oh, she said you would be a bit of an ass. I think she may have undersold it a little. You didn't answer me, though. You don't stop, do you? You realize I'm on your side, right? There is an incredibly good chance that you might not have even been sitting here if she called me long before she did. Hasn't anyone told you to ask for a lawyer when being interrogated by the police? How do you know Anna? I'm not sure that matters. How much is this gonna cost me? Not sure that matters either. Are you even listening to me? She called mom and dad. Of course she did. Your family is paying good money to make sure that your case, you, are my main priority. And if you like, I can go now. And you'll be assigned an attorney. And there are some decent ones here, but you won't be their main priority. So am I staying or would you like to request a different counsel? Or maybe you want to deny counsel altogether and do this on your own because it's worked so well for you. Fine. I'm sorry, what was that? Fuck, you heard me. Wonderful. Now, as you have painfully proven to me, you are not understanding the severity of this situation. Not only are you being charged with destruction of property and possession of explosives, which thankfully didn't become a federal charge, you're also being charged with felony murder. Heather Lawson's body was in the building you blew up. Did you know she was in the building? I didn't. Were you sleeping with her? What? No! Did you go on a date, talk on the phone, anything? I didn't even know her. I fixed a virus on her computer a few weeks ago. Good, good. No premeditation, no motive. We'll work on getting that bump down to involuntary manslaughter. What's going to be tricky are the explosives. Aren't you supposed to ask me if I did it? Well, whether you're innocent or not, my job is to help you get out of here and get back home. The way you're talking, it's like I did it. But if I'm innocent, your strategy would change, right? That's true. Exactly what did Anna say to you? Did you do it? Does Anna think I did it? Is that what she said? Are you innocent, Porter? That's not the question you should have asked. Don't play games with me. Remember, I'm on your side. 
I didn't do what they say I did, but I'm not... I'm not innocent, exactly. This is not the time to get philosophical. None of us is innocent. Did you commit the crimes? No. The suicide vest on Heather Lawson from before? No. The explosives in the building? No. None of it? That's what I said. Then why aren't you innocent? Because it's probably my fault. It's definitely my fault. You know who did it. Please, don't make me work this hard for everything. Do you know who did it? Yes. Care to elaborate? I need you to make sure Myra's all right first. Fuck, Porter. No one's here. They can't record this. It's just you and me. Nothing you say here will bring her harm. You have to promise me about Myra. Nothing else really matters. Nothing. I have to know if she's all right. I have to. Okay, okay. Consider it done. As soon as you can. As soon as I can. I'll take care of it, I promise. Now tell me. Luke. Lu Luke Sullivan. Lucas is his actual first name. I'm not sure that matters. Who's Luke Sullivan? Wait. Is this the person you mentioned before? The one who answered Myra's phone? Yes, he called me from her phone. You think he'll hurt her? I... I don't think so, but, but I'm, I didn't think he would ever hurt her, but now he blew up a fucking building my therapist works in, so I'm not really sure. Maybe she's perfectly fine because I'm in here, but, but I, I don't know. Who is he? He's the manager at Chuck's Bikes in East Nashville. That's, that probably doesn't matter so much either. He and I, he and I have been, we've known each other for nearly 20 years. He was one of my best friends. What? And he told you that he did it? That he blew up the building? That he killed Heather Lawson? Not exactly. Then how do you know? He also killed Genevieve Reynolds. Did he tell you that? Yeah, he definitely told me that. You two were in a relationship, correct? I... Uh, Are you telling me that Luke Sullivan framed you? Are you all right? Just... Just give me a minute, okay? Luke told me he killed Jen. And then he tried to kill me that day too. He said that he broke into her apartment, drugged her, and then watched when I came in the next morning. I was supposed to die that day too. How long have and you on the phone you? earlier, he all but told me about Heather. He said she had a nice face. And then he told me to turn on the news. And, and that's when I saw the the building. It wasn't too long after that when Haley and Santos and all the cops showed up. And then... They found stuff in my apartment, didn't they? Yes. He put it there. I know he did. I bet the vest they found on Heather was the same as Jen's. I don't know that yet, but I'll find out. Do you believe me? You say you didn't do it. We need to prove that Luke did. I'm not sure you answered my question. There's going to be an initial appearance before a magistrate where you'll be informed of the charges against you. And then there will be a preliminary hearing to establish probable cause. This is our first chance to start poking holes in the state's case. They'll have to put on a witness, 
Usually the lead investigating officer. Well, that should get interesting. I'm going to need you to stop being so cryptic. The lead investigating officer hates me. Is that Detective Haley or Detective Santos? Haley. So let me get this straight. You've been questioned not once, not twice, but three times over the last few years by this woman who you say hates you. Not once did you think you should request counsel? I'm pretty sure I did once. Who represented you? I'll need to call and check no in. No one. I didn't follow through. You haven't had any legal help this entire time. I ran some things past Anna. <sighs> one and a half years of law school doesn't really count as legal help. Well, hindsight is 2020. Any idea why Detective Haley hates you? She thinks I'm a murderer? Seems like a good reason. Yeah, if I were a murderer. Does she hate you enough to plant evidence? No. If, if that were the case, I'd probably already be in prison. True. But she might hate you enough to rush things. I think we might be able to get you released. The charges dropped? I don't know about that. I'm good. But I don't know if I'm that good. <sighs> That doesn't mean I won't try. Your appearance before the magistrate will be in a couple of days. Okay, that's it, we're done? Oh, we're far from done, Porter. We're just getting started. You'll check on Myra for me, please. Of course, it's gonna be okay. It's pretty damn far from okay, but I put myself here. I don't want to hear that ever again. Now you sound like my therapist. I doubt your therapist was worried about you incriminating yourself. This isn't your fault. Stop saying it is. We'll talk soon. Join us again in two weeks for another episode of Boom. This episode featured the voices of Garrett Delosier as Porter, Sarah Jane Nelson as Jordan Lissandro, Wendy Keeling as Detective Haley, and me, Michael R., as the narrator. Season 3 was recorded at New Mind Studios in Nashville, Tennessee, and Pod Studio 1 in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Production sound, Matthew L. Hankins and Joshua Sui. Producer, Amanda Lorraine. Sound design and mixing, Joshua Sui. Original music, Brian Irwin. Assistant director, Delilah Ferrer. Production assistant, Van Donnell. Social media guru, Ryan Allen. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and consider giving us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, where to find us on social media, and ways to donate to the show, please visit boom.observerpictures.com. Thank you for listening, and please share this podcast with a friend. This season was a bit harder for me to write. I found myself getting bogged down by the legalese of it all. Thankfully, I happen to know a few lawyers. I would like to thank one of those lawyers, also a former classmate, Andrew Brandon, for being a bounty of legal advice for this season. Hopefully my creative license didn't go too far overboard. I would also like to thank Matthew Boudreau. He dutifully read every script and gave me invaluable notes on each one of them. This season is definitely stronger because of him. And while I'm on the topic of Mr. Boudreau, this month, Observer Pictures is collaborating with Oral Stage Studios and Workhorse Audio Productions to produce a horror podcast for 11th Hour Audio Productions. 
If you don't know what that is, it's an annual event celebrating Audio Drama Day and Halloween. A bunch of audio drama people from all over the world form teams and produce some really fun stuff. While I absolutely love supernatural and sci-fi stories, I've never been one to write them. This is my first supernatural horror script, and I cannot wait to record it, which we are doing this weekend, and hear the finished piece and share it with everyone. There will be more info on that as the date grows closer. On the support front, we still have a Patreon page and a Teespring store. Both of those links are in the show notes. And now we also have a coffee page. So if monthly giving isn't your cup of tea, maybe consider buying us a coffee instead. You can find that at coffee.com slash observer picks. That's K-O dash F-I dot com slash observer picks. Also linked in the show notes. Any way you can support us, either financially or by rating, reviewing, and sharing Boom with your friends and family, and maybe your enemies if you roll like that, it's all very much appreciated. That's it. I'm done. I said it wouldn't take long. Come on back in two weeks for episode 22. Thanks. Hello, friends. This is Mark Nell, executive producer of the Table Read podcast, where imagination meets performance. As we wrap up an incredible season one, we want to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who tuned in and supported us on this amazing journey. Season one was nothing short of extraordinary. We delved into captivating scripts that transported us to worlds beyond our imagination, thanks to the brilliant writers who delivered these works. But what really brought these stories to life were the talents of our amazing actors. But Wait, the excitement doesn't end there. As we bid farewell to Season 1, we are thrilled to announce the launch of Season 2. Get ready for more gripping narratives, more unforgettable characters, and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat. We have some big surprises coming. The Force will definitely be with you. So stay tuned, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay excited. From all of us at the Table Read Podcast, thank you. And let's make Season 2 even more memorable together.